At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom Calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just three thirty-three, Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Before we start, I have a special message for all you young folks who listen to Lum and Abner. Now that summer is here, every one of you young people should get acquainted with Horlicks malted milk. It's as cool and refreshing a drink as you can possibly find. It'll help build up your muscles, too, keep you healthy and strong, help you to excel in the games you play. What's more, you can make a good glass full of Horlicks yourself. Just mix plenty of the powder with cold water or milk using Mother's egg beater, and you're all set. Tell Mother you want some Horlicks. Tell her how good and wholesome, how nourishing and easy to digest Horlicks is. Just tell her that and ask her to buy a package at her favorite druggist in either natural or chocolate flavor. Tell Mother which you prefer. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Well, yesterday, Lum and Abner discovered an old ordinance passed in the early days prohibiting the operation of a theatrical entertainment on the second floor of any building in Pine Ridge because of the fire hazard. As Squire Skimp's Hippodrome is on the second floor, this affords the old fellows an opportunity to eliminate the competition that has been paralyzing business for the Pine Ridge Planetarium. As we look in on Pine Ridge today, we find Grandpappy Spears over at the Jotham Down store seeking legal recourse after having been discharged by Squire Skimp. Lum not being present, Grandpop is telling his troubles to Abner. Listen. Why, Grandpap, I thought you had a contract with Squire guaranteeing you three months' work. Well, I thought I did too, Abner. I sure never would have quit you, feller. That's what I wanted to see Lum about. You mean see him about getting a job? Well, no, not exactly that. I, I want him to look at this contract, and I don't know nothing about legal matters, but... Squire claims his contract ain't binding to nobody but me. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what he told us yesterday. And uh, Rom looked it up in his law books to see if he couldn't find some way to make him pay you anyway, but I don't know what he ever done about it. 
And it just got me worried to death. It couldn't have happened at a worse time. I don't know what me and Charity's going to do. I've fooled around now that it's too late to put in a crop this year. Yeah. Well, you ought not to ever left us over here, Grandpa. We wouldn't have paid you as much as he did, but you'd have had study work. Well, Squire got me off and told me this big story, telling me how much more money I'd make if I joined up with him, and I never had no better sense than to listen to him. Yeah, well, you ought to know by now that a body can't put no dependence in nothing that Squire says. Oh, I found that out. There's Cedric Weehunt, too. Promised him $10 a week if he'd quit you fellas and go to work for him. Yeah, I just don't see how he pays any such wages as that. Well, he ain't a paying them. Cedric's getting $2 and a half a week. Squire cut his wages down after he started to work for him. Well, we were to pay him $3 a week. Looks like he'd quit Squire. Why, he's appeared to. He'd love to go back to work for you fellas, but he's scared to quit Squire, feared you fellas won't hire him now after quitting the way he did. Well, I do know. And I thought there was something wrong about these big wages that Squire was paying. I just hope you fellas run him clean out of business. That's what I hope. Uh, just to fix me and you, Grandpa. Now, don't breathe this to a soul. But me and Lum got a way studied up now to fold that place of his up tighter than a pair of new shoes. Yeah, I don't know, Abner. I hope you do, but I got my doubts about it. I'm feared he's too slick for you and Lum. Yeah, he won't be slick enough to get out of this hole. Now, don't you tell us, but now me and Lum found out that he's a violating the law every time he opens them doors over there. Violating the law? Yes, sir. Well, it ain't again the law to run a picture show, is it? Well, it is the way he's running him. Well, Mr. Lum found an old ordinance here in a statute yesterday. It's passed in Pine Ridge in 1907. Well, it says that it's again the law to have a theater upstairs that way. It is? Yes, sir. And Lum's going to get out the papers, and I'm going to start them Just pull this place right up tonight. Well, good for you. Good for well, you. You ain't lost a thing but getting fired, Grandpa, or you'd be out of work anyway. Well, I never know we had a law like that in Pine Ridge. No, well, we never needed it. Nobody does, I don't reckon. But she's sure there. And there ain't another building in town that he can get. I know he can't afford to build one. Well, that's the best news I've heard, and I don't know him on Squire's eyes bug out when he hears about that. <laughs> He's going to be mad enough to buy it. Well, it's good enough for him, too. Yeah. Why, so we had the first idea to put in a show, and just because we wouldn't sell him a third interest in ours, why, he just opened that up for spies. Yeah, I feel ashamed of myself quitting you fellas and going to work for him. Well, way. we never blamed you, Grandpa. He offered you more money, and we're glad to see you get it. Glad to see you get all you could. Well, that's nice of you to feel that way about it, Admiral. I sort of hesitated about coming over here today. I never know. Yeah, wait. Uh, here, here comes Lon now, Grandpap. He can look that contact over her. Yeah. yeah. You're sure he ain't said about quitting you I know. No. You ought to hear him here yesterday when Squire said he'd let you go. He just thought he'd been fired. Can't wait a minute. Hey, Lon, look who's here. Well, I do know. <laughs> How are you, Grandpa? <laughs> oh, just only tolerably long. How's yourself? Oh, I ain't got no complaints to make a reckon. I hear just as quiet let you go over there. Yeah, uh, Grandpa brought that contract along, Lum. Want you to look it over from him. Yeah, Squire says there ain't nothing in here to keep him from letting me go anytime he wants to. Well, uh, I'll be glad to read it and give you my opinions on it. Yeah, there it is. See if there's any way I can make him pay me for the three months' work anyway. Well, now, Lum can tell by looking at it. I'll guarantee you that. <clears throat> well, I don't like to test compliments right in my own face, but I will admit I do know legal matters if I do say so myself. I say he does. You just ought to hear him read out of one of them big law books, Grandpa. He can say mightn't all them big words are in there. 
Oh, well, ain't nothing to that. A body gets used to them legal terms that way. It's just like saying little bitty words. I don't see how you does it. Agree, man. Party of the first part, in case Kim does. He just ought to hear him when he goes to talking law matters with somebody. He uses so many big words that they don't know what he's talking about half the time. Well, I do know. I'd just give anything if I could talk that way. Now, he can read that thing over. He's got there in his hand and tell you just what it means. I get mixed up and party to the first party and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah, look at the way he squints his eyes up that way. He's a thinking right hard when he does that. <laughs> he learned that from a county judge in there at Mina. He squints his enough too. Why, uh, uh, party of the first part, or, uh, Milford's, uh, Grandpap, uh, was there any witnesses present when you signed this document? Hey, you well, mean... anybody wishes what he's talking about, Grandpa. I know I've heard him say that before. Well, uh, yeah, my nephew Luke was standing there, but he went out to Oklahoma to visit some of his wife's relations now. Mm-hmm. Witnesses had it first, then. See that? I reckon we'll have to get out some of them irrigation papers and bring them back over in this state. That's the wonderfulest thing I ever heard in my life. I don't know whose uh, jurisdiction this would come under, and uh, it'd be unethical for me to say that the uh, defendant is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, but uh, as your retainer, co-bodders, I'd say the uh, hypotheses of the case indicates that, uh, <clears throat> that the party of the first part could be held responsible, and the uh, party of the second party can... Uh, Levy on his resources and collateral. Sutherland. Uh, uh, come over that again, Lum. I don't believe I'm following you. Yeah, I think I sort of jumped the track there, too, Lum. Well, uh, <clears throat> the whole thing boiled down is that uh, whilst this instrument is uh, binding to the party of the second part, the uh, first party can waive liabilities on the ground of, uh, well, on the ground of corpus delicto, e pluribus unum, etc., and so forth. Yes, I'd give anything in the world if I could talk like that to where nobody couldn't understand what I was saying. Well, uh, what I want to know, though, Lom, you excuse me for saying so, but uh, what I want to know, can I make Squire pay me for that three months' work? Well, now, there's something I couldn't tell you, Grandpa. This contract don't say about that one way or the other. Well, I wish there was some way I could get even with him. Well, I told you, Grandpa, me and Lom's going to get even with him. <laughs> no, we will have that place ahead closed up by 6 o'clock tonight. Yeah, just remind me, too. I better draw up them papers so you can take them over there and serve them on him, Adna. Oh, ain't you got them fixed up yet? No, I, uh, well, I'll just do that right now. Let me sit down at the desk. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can find one of them warrants. Uh, I don't believe that you got none, Lom. Ain't no use to look there. Don't you know you, you was looking for one a while back when uh, Sister Simpson wanted to get out a warrant for Taylor Weehan for letting me stop on loose. It's like we looked all over the place for one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's all they say, Caleb, too. Yeah. Let's see, I might could use one of these hunting licenses. That's got a lot of legal words in it. You can just read it this way. You don't have to let him see it or nothing. Man, I... Don't know whether I can speak all them big words or not, Mom. Well, just tell him he's rested for running a picture show on the second floor of a building. Wait a minute. Here's a search warrant for him. Oh. Well, that won't be. Ain't no use to search his place over there. We know what he's got in there. Well, what's wrong with the hunting license, Brian? Well, I'm looking at it again. I, if I fill that thing out, Abner, we'd have him rested for hunting on the second floor of a building. Yeah, that ain't again the law, huh? Well, I don't know where it is or not, but that ain't what he's done. 
He's running a picture show over there. That's what he may want to charge him with. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't you just write it out on a piece of paper, Ron? It don't have to be on no regular warrant, does it? No, my kid do that. Hand me that writing tablet over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll make it just as strong as you can. <laughs> I don't get this at one walk, and I'm just busting this off. I want to read it right in old Squire's face. Yeah, I want to go along with that. <laughs> oh, me, if he ain't going to be mad when he hears that thing. Now, uh, let's see. Warrant for arrest. Me and you's going to have to be the complaining witness he had, huh? Well, good, good. I, from Maters and... Admiral Peabody, I'll just scratch this off rough now. Charge M.K. Skimp with violating ordinance. Wait a minute. That ain't gonna look right. You mean that kind of paper ain't gonna work? No, it ain't that. I just don't like the idea of me and you bringing these charges again. Yeah, it's again the law, ain't it, Lon? Well, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like we're just using the law to fight competition with. If me and you wasn't in the picture show business ourselves, Abner, we wouldn't even think of doing such a thing as this. It's just an old law that ought to have been took off in the record years ago. Well, it's still the law, Lon. Yeah, but I don't like to take advantage of my offices away. I never could feel right about it. No. No, I... Let's just tear it up and forget about it. I just won't do it. Well, I'll be dead blind. After all, Squire Skimp done to us, and here you are getting chicken-hearted when we've got a chance to close that place of his up and get shut off. Well, here now, if that's again the law, I want to see that place closed up. I'll bring a charge against him myself. As a citizen of Pine Ridge, I demand that you make out a warrant for his arrest. Now, yeah, that's the time, Grandpap. Now, you've got to do it, Mom. You're the justice of the peace, and Grandpap's got his life. <laughs> Grandpap is the one citizen that demands that the law be carried out to the letter. Ladies and gentlemen, before we leave the old fellows for the night, listen to what one of their friends says. Quote, don't know just how to say it, but your programs sure mean a lot to us. We are constant users of Horlicks malted milk and have lately started using your tablets. My husband works in a shop and finds them a great help in pepping him up. And also, they stop his craving for a smoke, as he cannot smoke while working. I guess you didn't know that point about them. End of quote. Well, as a matter of fact, we did know how useful Horlicks tablets are for smokers. We have received many letters similar to that one from smokers who, unable to smoke at work, find Horlicks tablets great for filling in. If for any reason you can't smoke during the day, carry a flask of Horlicks tablets along. They're just the thing to relieve that craving you probably get. Your druggist has them in 10-cent and larger-sized flasks. This is Carlton Pritchard, speaking for Lama Dabner and Horlicks who now bid you all good night and good health.